everybody. Welcome back to Curiosity Prism. It's me, Kate. Coming home from work, there's a cricket on my windshield. And he's doing a pretty good job of hanging on, that's for sure. So I had, like, this whole... I had a whole, like... I had a whole episode already recorded for the most part, and I was trying to add to it just now, and for some reason I couldn't add to the one I already made, so that really sucks. But that's kind of okay because I don't know, I don't know what else you'd compare to, but like, do you ever like do something and you think about like, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't do, or like, I don't know, second guess yourself pretty much. So I was second guessing some of the stuff I was talking about. It wasn't like, it wasn't like risque or anything, but it was just kind of like, when I talk about a lot of stuff on here, I usually am just like dumping my thoughts out onto this podcast. And then it's just like, I don't really, I, you know, no filter as much as I can. And then, but then when I look back on it, I'm like, well, I actually didn't mean it like that. Or I do mean it like this, but it's more, it's, it's more nuanced. Like there's more of a nuance. So I was kind of like thinking about that and I'm like, "Eh, I don't know, but whatever. So maybe it's as a sign. Okay, it is a sign. I was supposed to, like, scrap it and do something else. So that's what I'm doing. So, uh, summer's, summer's not over, damn it. But school has started. We started homeschooling, Dylan, Charlie, and Bren and I. And Quinn is tootled on off to seventh grade. So there's a lot of big changes happening. And so... The school year already feels pretty good. Uh, People are making strides uh, that I see at home, and Quinn is loving school with her friends. She got to see some of her friends from fifth grade, so I'm happy about that. And, uh, yeah, I think she's just having a good time being a tween. So, that's exciting. But, um, yeah, so, I don't know, let's talk about some things. So I think one of the things that I had mentioned in my last clip, well, the old episode that wasn't working, was that I figured out a way to do like an interview without actually being with people, which is ideal for me because I have social anxiety and I think an interview setting would make me really nervous and I don't know. I just don't want to, I don't know. I don't want to have to like. Ah, I don't know, but it's cool because there's this 
Okay, so like, I don't know if you guys have Clubhouse. It was actually really freaking boring. And it, the thing that pisses me off is like, everybody made it sound so exclusive. Which I kind of like that because I like the idea that people like, you can only get an invite. So if you don't have an invite, you can't get in type of thing. So it made it all that more like intriguing. But it's just not an app that I like the idea of rooms. But what I didn't like, what I thought it was, was like... So what it is, if you don't know what Clubhouse is, what it is is like you just are in a forum, an audio-based forum. And every, there's like all these people in one room and you're listening to somebody speaking like this. And then I assume if there's a Q&A type of dealio, then people can chime in and unmute. But it's, you know, no video, but just all like audio. Like Spoon was another type of thing that I had tried, um, which was okay. But it was something like that. But I... And I, well, now that I'm thinking about it, I didn't like that you couldn't just talk, but I guess it would be very crazy, like with a bunch of people obviously talking at once, but I'm not necessarily saying that that's how it should have been, but there should have been more interaction with everybody, and it wasn't like that. It was just like, oh, Chrissy Teigen, which I don't even know if she's on it, but it seems like something she would be on. Chrissy Teigen's giving a talk about XYZ. I am not a big Chrissy Teigen fan. I'm sorry, but she just annoys the piss out of me, and I don't know why. And there's no reason she... Actually, there is. There is. Actually, I'm pretty sure she just came out to be this kind of like a bully recently. And I'm not a big movie... I'm not a big celebrity follower, but just like... She just bothers the hell out of me. She's so obnoxious. And, you know, I don't know her, so here I am talking about somebody I don't know. Um, but it's, ugh, I don't know. But anyway, I don't know why I brought her up, but probably because I'm annoyed with the Clubhouse app and I'm annoyed with her. So whatever, you're going to see so-and-so talk about a thing. And this is a long way of me describing the interview platform that I found. Spotify came out with a, spit like something like clubhouse called green room and basically it's like that it's like you know you got all these people in a room and you can talk to each other but what is cool is and since spotify is owned now owns anchor we can use the green room with whoever and have a conversation there which i like that because it's like you can kind of just talk and not feel like hey i'm being you're not at the time, but you, I can upload it to the podcast. So if anybody would like to have a tete-a-tete and uh, kick it with me and have a conversation about some stuff, um, I think that could be really cool. And I would love to do that. So as long as you're cool with other people listening to you talk, you should totally do it. But uh, yeah. Then you then you'll see how um, your wrecking it is, but I kind of forget like, and I think you do you will too like, yeah I'm recording these things and people listen to it but I 
you know, it's not live, so you don't, and it's not like you're on camera, like, when I do YouTube videos, clearly, you're, you know, you have to act a certain way because you're doing this on camera, but it's not like that with podcasting, and I think that's why I like it so much, and why I feel like I can be so real, because it just feels like I'm talking to myself, which I like doing. So, yeah, uh, I'm finally home from my drive home from work, and I've been trying to get more sleep. I have book club on Friday with my besties, and we're finishing up such a fun, fun age, which was my book club pick, and that's cool, but, and it was fine. Like, the read was okay. Like, it was definitely a three-star I thought it was way different than it was. I don't want to spoil the book for anybody who's reading it or wants to read it. But basically, this girl, this black girl, woman, 25, she is a nanny for a wealthy white family. And she takes... Something happens to the family as a result of the family, okay? And there's some sort of emergency and she has to take the baby out. There's just certain things about it that is just like really, like, so I guess I, I this doesn't really give too much away, I don't think, I don't know. I won't tell you why. So the, the family's has an how somebody egged their family's home okay because of I won't tell why so they called the cops the, the whoever did it broke a window with an egg which I or maybe it was a rock I don't know but there was an egg it could have been an egg it could have been a rock I don't know somebody threw a rock through the window okay so the mom Alex and it's Alex through the, in the book, Chamberlain calls her nanny who is out partying and it's like, I don't know, we'll say midnight because I don't really remember the exact time. And she's like, hey, something happened here. Can you come take Briar, her daughter, and just take her out of the house right now because we're dealing with police and stuff. That would not be me. I'm sorry. Like, I, part of me wonders if, and I don't really know, it is, um, Kylie Reed is the author, and I want to do some, before the book club airs, or before we do the book club, I intend to do some reading about the author, because I think it'd be cool to kind of bring up some stuff about her and as with the book club questions but part of me and I could be totally wrong because I have no idea but I, I have such strong vibes that she does not have any kids because there are things that she writes about that some things are are spot on about parenting and mothering 
And everybody's mothering and parenting journey is different. So, like, please don't... I, I don't want it to make it say that there's one way and it's if it's not that way it's wrong or you know because that's not true I get that but there are, there are just things that I feel like are common across the board that are just like generic to parenting that it's just like I'm not sure if that would really happen like I don't know I could be totally wrong and like I said I don't want to like generalize but like if my house got egged or like if 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 it was an egg or if well I guess I it's hard to say without telling what happened. So I guess I'll say spoiler because I have to say spoiler. Like if you think you're going to listen to it, I guess go to the next segment cuz I'm going to end it here soon. But basically, the husband made a comment, he's a news anchor, and he made a comment that was racially uh, accidentally uh racially charged. And that resulted in somebody egging or throwing a rock through their window. So I guess in that respect that they think that they're under fire because of what they said and they don't know who's going to do what to their family because of what he said. I suppose I could see somebody like coming to take the baby, but not, but no, like I don't think I would ever be like, Hey, um, I don't, I don't know. That just seems bizarre. Hey, I know it's 2 a.m. and you've been drinking for a couple of hours, but you want to come take my baby to the store? I don't know. Doesn't that seem weird? And, and, and wouldn't you be afraid, like, if you don't know? It, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't really sit right with me. Um, and that, and then, so something goes down while they're at the store. It's in a synopsis. So I suppose I can tell you that as well. But basically, they think Amira is the the nanny and she has a white baby in the store and she's not doing anything wrong and of course minding her own damn business. Some lady walks up, a Karen walks up and is like at first like that's a thing that that kills me is like I don't think and again, like, I read, started it last month, so my memory, my reading, comprehension, and everything is getting so much better, and I'm killing books now that I'm reading more, but still bear with me, because I don't really remember. But from what I can remember, the lady doesn't even say anything to her, like, um, is that your baby? Like, she just, like, I think kind of plays along with them, because they're kind of dancing in the store, and she's like... <laughs> okay, fine. And then she leaves. Well, and that she goes and tattles on her to a security guard, and the security guard comes up and starts all this drama, and it gets recorded, and I don't know. So then, that all happens, um, and then it's about their relationship and this recording of that episode at the store, and all this stuff around this very annoying bored housewife who has actually a lot of shit to do, uh, Alex Chamberlain. But, uh, yeah, but, um, I like the book, 
but I, it's okay. It's, a, it's good. If I had to say it's good. If there, if, or, or maybe should I say, should I say a fair affair? I don't know. Cause I want to give her more props. Like I really want to, I definitely want to give, especially cause she's black. I want to give her more props. Like, and I believe this is her first book. So like, how can I be so damning? Uh, I'm not damning. I'm not. I mean, a three isn't damning. Come on. But like, I don't, you know, I can only be honest with what I think about it, but, um, it was a fun read. It was something that's, you know, a little bit more, not lighthearted, but like, you know, something to kind of chill, something chill. Um, I'm reading, it's kind of a good reprieve because I'm reading a lot about childhood uh, parenting, reparenting from childhood trauma. So that's kind of heavy, but it's not, not negative. And I'm also reading, um, how to read like a college professor, which is excellent reference book. If you don't, if you read a lot, I recommend reading that because it kind of just tells you things like what is a journey and what is a quest. It's, it's not only just a quest in itself, but it's, it's, the character's inner journey and just cool stuff like that. What is a vampire when we're talking about vampires? Well, they suck the life force from the character, but also not only just in the physical sense, but also in a, in a metaphorical sense where it's like, and they, and they give, he gives book references too. So I've been piling those on my Goodreads to kind of read some of these books. Um, so it's a good break. You know, I, you don't know unless you try. So reading this, I've been wanting to read it for a long time. And, um, yeah, it was, it was all right. It was good. It was good. So I'm also reading about Frederick Douglass, which is pissing me off already because of all the shit, chattel slavery, you know, um, I am reading, I've still got a bio, bio, biography, autobiography by, um, damn, what's his name? Rob Halford, because I really like Judas Priest, and I really like him, and that's actually really good. I got that book recommendation from Loudwire, I don't know if you guys watch it, it's on YouTube, and then there's a podcast possibly or that might be metal injection but that's a good book too I like read I like hearing all the stuff some of these people man I've I read um Tiffany Haddish Black Unicorn I might have even talked about this on the podcast a long time ago I think like jump off of COVID like that start of the pandemic but um it might have been before that but damn I was like, girl, you, you did that? Or you went through that? Like, holy shit. Same with Rob Halford. Like, it's just interesting to hear the lives of people. And it's like, damn. Um, what else am I reading? Oh, I'm 
taking this herbalist class, so I have this really great African um, black root um, herbalist book. It's like a Bible. So cool. I can't wait to like really dive into that. I just want to get some of these books out of the way and kind of do more of the class before I dig into it because there's just so much. I'm so overwhelmed by that book, but I'm so excited. <sighs> um, anything else? There's a book I have, Girl A, that I'm waiting on reading, but I have a feeling that's going to be really dark. It seemed dark, but I like stuff like that. I got a book called something about the ego, which I guess it's by the author of the Daily Stoic, and I can't remember his name, but basically talks about all these people in history and how the ego is always what did them in. I can't really wait to dig in more about what that is about or whatever, but I'm really excited because I love philosophy and I love... I'm loving history. I love learning about history. And if I can learn more about how we constantly um, put our own foots and feet in our mouth all the time. And basically we are going to be our own undoing. And I don't know if people don't realize that by now, like... Global warming, the Earth's going to be here way after us. It's not going to be that. We're going to do it. We're going to kill ourselves off. <laughs> Sorry. I know that's dark, but it's just, I don't know. We need to get our shit together. Get it in gear. But, um, yeah, so I'm finally home. Late night, but a good one. I have, I love my the client I had. Her name is Kelly. LaJewel Krigler and she is the one who encouraged me to continue to homeschool uh, my kid, my girls last year and this year we had a great talk and I just look up to her she's so awesome she's just um, she homeschools her daughter and she did a phenomenal job her daughter's super smart and capable and is going to do some really amazing stuff things and um, I just look up to her a lot. She's just very cool. And she transformed herself today. Okay. Because she, she had mostly like 75% gray. And then she colored it this like red, red RRC number five, a level five RRC, which is a red, red copper in Joyco Lumashine. I know, um, for you hair people, if anybody's listening, you'll know what that is. But it was too vibrant because of she has so much gray, it comes out way too red. So I had to tone it down with a 5CB, which it did all right. It did the job. And it'll probably fade out even more than that. And it honestly looks fine. It actually matches her glasses. So when she put her glasses back on and I saw that the colors matched, I was like, all right, this is going to be all right. It's going to be good. And she cut, cut a lot off. If you want to come and book an appointment with me, um, I wouldn't hate you for it. It's Kate Cuts on Instagram if you want to see my portfolio that is constantly growing. And I work at Donna Lowe Salon in Algonquin. But if you want to get your hair did, um, hit me up. I'm always looking for new clients. I am looking to expand my business and travel. So... As long as you got a place, a sink, I'm here for you. Um, 
and I love doing hair and I work pretty late so um yeah so I better get in and finish this book I'm almost done with such a fun age which is good because I wanted to finish it a little early so that I um, can dig up some questions and not feel rushed and just be like okay I'm done digest it here's the book club questions and here's a little bit about the author so I'm gonna do that while I de 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 decompress from work and get ready for another good day of school and yeah so I will talk to you guys tomorrow Good evening. Another ride home, but this completes my work week. Well, kind of. Today is my Friday, and Friday is my Saturday. But then Saturday becomes my Friday because I'm off Sunday and Monday. It's crazy how quickly the week, like, goes. And this week, like, flew by because of the first week of school, so with school and everything it's just flown so I got a compliment today in Target so I went to Target with the girls the three that I homeschool Charlie Wren and Dylan and I went there because Charlie is learning about change of matter so we're learning about physical change and chemical change and the like. So initially, because I, I wanted to ask the girls, like, what do you want to learn this year? Because you have that option. You know, we obviously have the core subjects that we got to learn. But honestly, this is all up to you. And... Uh, so Charlie said she wanted to learn more cooking, shelf, chef type things. And I'm like, okay, what do you want to make? So at first she said a pizza. And then she said a cake. And I was like, well, how about both? And so we were going to make both. But since the dough takes two hours to make... I couldn't do it today. We didn't end up doing it today. We're going to have to do it tomorrow after morning work. We'll make the cake. Um, but, okay, so we went to Target. And I got everything in the cart. And going to Target is a pain in the ass. Because, like kids do... These damn kids want something every freaking time they go in there. And I cannot, I would be amiss if I, remiss if I said that I didn't indulge that. Okay, so it's obviously my fault because I'm the parent and who instills that, you know, behavior. Me, the parent, the, the one that, you know, it's Jordan and I the ones that the kids learn from. So I know I had a conversation with you all about being a consumer unless it was on that other episode that I had to delete. 
and I bet you it was. But I don't remember. So I'll give you the cliff notes. Basically, I'm trying to teach them to be smarter about spending their money. And that consuming is not a pastime. It's not something you do for fun. It's just something you do... You can buy things you enjoy, but it shouldn't be like an activity, like going to the movies. And somehow, with our culture, our American culture, that's kind of what it's become. It's become uh, a fun activity to do. And it's like, no. And uh, I even remember growing up, like, going to Walmart on Saturdays to buy shit. Like, that was, that was like, that was going out, going out to buy stuff. That was fun. So, it's only gotten worse you know, the older I've gotten and with social media and whatnot, like e-commerce, you know, the click of the button, you can buy whatever you want. So obviously kids are now instilled with this. And then you watch, they're watching YouTubers and content creators on their favorite apps and platforms that have all this stuff because they have all this money. And so they're flashing all this stuff around and you know, like, why wouldn't they not think it's okay to just buy stuff for no reason? So I'm trying to get them to be a little bit more receptive to the idea of spending money appropriately, as well as understanding that people don't have money the way they see these people, like Mr. Beast and stuff, even though he gives all this money away, it's just like, and it kills me too, because some of these creators, they'll like, buy the stuff that most people can't afford and destroy it or blow it up or crash it or drown it and it's just like that's not a healthy way it's not a healthy aspect it's not a healthy way to look at buying things and consuming it's wasteful it's arrogant it's 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 you know you're not also not thinking of the people who barely have two sticks to rub together just to survive so whatever so I'm like so I'm we have a chore system at home not really we don't have a system but the girls do chores and they earn money so what I've done in order to like you know don't just speak about it, be about it. I am getting a tattoo soon. And I've set up these jars that I got from Dollar Tree. And I've got all the girls, gave them all a jar with some labels on it. And I was like, here, the next goddamn thing you want. I obviously didn't say that to them. But I'm like, here, the next thing that you want, we're not just going to go buy it. You're going to earn the money, and you're going to see how long it freaking takes to earn money, and you're going to see, and it's going to be great. So take these jars, put your name on it, put what you want to earn and the dollar amount, and every time you earn cash, we'll throw it in the jar. And look, Mom's doing it too. I've got a $300 tattoo coming up that I honestly don't want to come out of pocket with for here. Mom's going to put her jar on the bookshelf, put my label on it, and I'm saving money for the tattoo. So cool. So we go to Target today, and Charlie's like got burning, burning a hole in her pocket. We're going for the baking supplies, but whatever. So I said, you know what? If you bring your money, you can... I don't care. You can get whatever you want. Here's the problem. 
everything is so goddamn expensive. For a kid to buy anything with $5 a toy is impossible. Absolutely impossible. Well, I take that back. It's not impossible if you go to the Dollar Tree, but also what you are, the you're, you're limited in buying something of quality. And there's just like only so much you can really buy at the dollar store that isn't shit, that doesn't fall apart in like two seconds. Don't get me wrong. I love the shrine, the almighty Dollar Tree. But like you go there for certain things that you know you can get that that are of quality, like a jar for saving money, okay? That's a dollar, great. But if you're a kid and you want a toy that's going to last, you want to buy, you know, or like because we're going there for other things and that's just where we are, you don't have the option of going anywhere else. And I wasn't going to make two stops because we're not doing that today. So like they're upset and sad and I'm angry, not at them, but at that things are just so expensive. So anything, virtually everything is $7 or more. There are some things you can buy for $5, but they're like little bullshit keychain, a keychain of a pair of shoes. And it's like, okay, well, they don't have keys, so I don't know what they're going to do with this. But I mean, literally anything, a book, like anything outside of a book. So then I'm like, you can't afford that, honey. Ren, Ren Brower has her, we all have, they all have little debit cards from Greenlight. Ren has eight bucks on there with tax. Because I said, I'm not spending money today. If you want it, you need to make sure you can cover the tax. Because mama ain't got no money to spend on anything that's not baking. So they're upset, you know, because they can't buy anything. Because things are so expensive. So that obviously pisses everybody off. And so now it's like, okay, I've reached my limit. So now it's time to check out. And then we go to the dollar spot. That's picked over. There's nothing there. So then I'm like, okay, we're done. Ren's walking away and she's all the way down by cosmetics. Me, I'm like, I'm not chasing you. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want anybody to kidnap my child. So I'm like, fuck. So I'm like, all right, guys, let's hit it. So we walk all the way down. We wrangle Ren in. Now Ren is in berserker mode, okay? Because she can't get what she wants. And she doesn't understand the concept of money. And I'm trying to explain it. But, of course, she's five, so she doesn't get it. It's just mean mom telling her no. And shitty Target who can't doesn't have things she can buy. And she doesn't understand that. So she's, like, having a meltdown. Okay, parents, let me tell you something. The best way to handle um, a meltdown with your kid in public, because it's going to happen, is not care what other people think. And just deal with your kid. You kind of have to go in the zone and, and get on their level and, like, really talk to them. And it's really fucking hard because... I'm embarrassed, I'm upset and annoyed about a lot of different things, but also I'm trying to like be a parent and, but, and be kind 
and like talk to them and talk to Ren. Like she's like, you know, initially when she's having a meltdown, cause she'll do that in public. She's famous for doing that. None of my kids ever did this to me, but Ren, she's just like, but at the same time I respect it because it's like their normal feelings and emotions. We have the same emotions. We just have learned how to mask them. And we just don't do it in public. But if I could throw a temper tantrum in Target over something, I absolutely would. I would be all about it. But that's not what we do as parents or adults. We don't do that. So whatever. Alright, so now I'm like, okay. Now I'm, I'm aware, which is great. I'm aware and I'm aware that I'm aware. So I'm like, all right, this is a lot of stuff going on. Cause mind you, I'm in a, I'm in the self checkout at Target. I've got the three girls with me. Now it's time to check out. Ren is now walking to the other aisle and she pulled out the price tag of the little, where the little, um, you know, the impulse buys are, and she ripped it in half. I'm like, okay, cool. That was her. I, I respect it. I respect it because that's what she knows how to do to convey her frustration. What else does a five-year-old do to rebel? That's her rebelling. She's saying, no, I'm pissed. I'm pissed, and this is why. So I'm, I somehow managed to get her back to the self-checkout. And now I'm t simultaneously going back from the aisle to the other girls. I'm like, Dylan, Charlie, start checking everything in. Ryan, come on over here. She's like, no. Okay, well, I need you over here. We're leaving. Come on. The girls are just sitting there. They're not really checking anything out. Okay, fine. So I start checking things out. She actually comes on over and... So now she's talking to me, but upset. Um, and she's like, mom, you know, mom, I'm like, yes, I want this. Well, I can't give that to you. You can't afford it. I'm sorry. You don't have the money, but you don't have the money. And that's just what it is. It's too expensive. She's not happy with that answer, but she's in the cart. Okay. So I'm starting to ring things out and Dylan now realizes that I bought Charlie a set of pajamas because just growing up through the years, we had a lot of hand-me-downs and a lot of our pajamas are old. So she really doesn't have any pajamas that fit her. So I'm like, okay, we'll get you a new pajama set. I got her a little spirit set that has pants, a shirt, and a pair of shorts. So we can kind of wear this for a while and we're Gucci. Okay, fine. So, but D Dylan realizes, oh shit, she got something that I, that I have. And, and the, the making everybody whole is exhausting. So she's now freaking out. And like Dylan has a, a hard time with emotions and controlling them. So it's just like, she needs a little bit more. She just gets frustrated quickly and upset and she's very emotional and sensitive and she gets mad 
fast. So she's pissed. Mom, you got Charlie this. I didn't get anything. And so Ren's on one side. Mom, 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 Dylan's doing this. And I'm like, Dylan, you know what? Today, Charlie's getting pajamas. Well, I want something. Well, you can't have that today. Well, how come Charlie gets to? Because Charlie doesn't have any pajamas. Well, I don't either. Well, I understand that. But today, Charlie's getting pajamas. And the next time we go somewhere, it can be Dylan's turn to get pajamas. But right now, this is what I'm doing. And your sister isn't behaving, and I need to check this stuff out. This is, you know, just kind of laying it out there. Like, look, this is what's going on. This is the reality of it. I'm sorry that it's not fair, but sometimes I didn't pull out the whole sometimes life is not fair. But I'm like, you know what? This time, this is what this is Charlie's turn. When we go to the target next time, it will be Dylan's turn. And I will and you know, we'll do the pajama thing cuz she needs pajamas. Everybody needs pajamas. Everybody wears my shirts. Like they have little um like sleeping shirts that we get like from from past schools or like races or you know those shirts you just throw on for bed but for a proper pajama set yeah we don't have any of those so this guy across from me is like now it's you know it's that point where I'm like saying it's kind of embarrassing because now they're he's in the line the self-checkout girl is hearing all this and he's buying some flowers and he turns around and he drops the flowers and I'm like, oh, your flat, you know, your flowers. And he's like, I have to admire you, your parenting. I'm like, what? Like here, I think I'm being a big bitch to my kids, but I'm not being that way on purpose. I'm just frustrated and sternly speaking to them, but not yelling, but it doesn't feel like I'm I feel like I'm having a meltdown as well with them. And he's like, I have three as well. I had three under blah, blah, blah. And let me tell you that I'm admiring your parenting skills. I'm like, well, this isn't an all the time thing. I don't usually have it together like this. I just am kind of in the zone right now, but I appreciate your compliment. And, um, and that made me feel good. I'm like, finally, I've been acknowledged for doing... S and not the parenting thing, but just like hearing an acknowledgement. I hadn't personally heard something in a very long time. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. And uh, that was successful because... I didn't think about him. I didn't think about the checkout girl. I didn't think about how many people I could have been holding up, which I wasn't, thank God, like there was no line. We had a good, everybody's in school or work at that point. So it was like noon, 1231. But I was just like thinking to myself in real time, like you can't care about what other people think about you, what other people think about what kind of parent you are or how you're parenting or that they're like, you know, like, oh, that, glad that's not me or like, 
your kid's a brat or, you know, like all the things that are running through your mind when this, something like this is happening. And I'm like, I choose to not fit, feed into that. I choose to focus on my ch children and listen to them and respond to them in a way that reflects that I hear them so that they understand that I am sorry and I'm upset with you. I'm upset for you that you can't get what you want, but we can't do that today. And, um, you know, I even got out to the car, Charlie, I had gotten some of those, um, tahine suckers, the mango suckers, and, uh, we couldn't find them at first. And I was like, you know what? When things get crazy in there, I bet you I forgot them at the self-checkout. So when things get crazy in here, I forget things. So we need to not do that anymore. And I said, Ren, if you, you know, she apologized to me in the line. I'm sorry I was doing this. And I said, thank you. And then when I got out to the car, I said, listen, if you can't, if you can't keep it together when you can't get your way in there, I can't take you to the store anymore. And she's like, I said that I'm sorry. And I said, I know that you said that you're sorry. And I appreciate that. I accept your apology. And I appreciate you telling me that you're sorry. But I'm telling you that I can't have you blowing up in the store like that. And, it, and if you are going to do that, I can't take you with me anymore. And so she seemed to understand that. But this is also the 15th time that she has blown up in the store. I mean, not really. Um, there was one time we were in Walmart and she had gotten sat down on the floor and threw a tantrum. And I took everything that I was going to buy and I returned it. And we left. Because I'm like, dude, you can't do that. Like, that's not what we do. We're not doing that. Mm -mm. So, yeah, that's my, I guess, sliver of parenting advice. Um, just kind of let your kid be pissed and allow them to have those feelings because they're normal feelings and we experience the same feelings. And that's why it's so hard for me to parent because... When I think about a lot of the rules that I set in place or why the way the rules that I set in place from the way that I was parented, I'm like, this is a bunch of bullshit. You, you do the same thing or you feel the same way or you have the same meltdowns. You have the same little temper tantrums just in a different way. Who, why are you saying they can't feel, do, act this way when you act this way? And that's, I think the hardest part about parenting is the hypocrisy because it really is and you have to kind of find a your way of justifying justifying it and why it's wrong to do xyz even though i've done it or you we still do it you know it's so difficult so that's why i'm really trying to instead of just barking rules and orders trying to speak to them in a way that is mutual and um, respectful and truthful, right? Like, 
listen, dude, I'm not buying anything today. And I don't, you don't have the money. I'm sorry. You, you, that's just the cut and dry of it. What we can do is go home and you can do more of your chore work and I'll give you the money you need. And the next time you come to Target, you'll have enough money to actually buy something. I think another solve, I think another problem solver too is, is finding different places for them to spend their chore money. Like, I don't think it should always be big box stores or, or Amazon. I think I need to start utilizing, because we do go to the dollar store, so there is that. But I think we also need to start utilizing garage selling. And maybe we'll do that tomorrow. Because it's Friday. Um, because it's always fun buying other people's used stuff. One man's trash, right? So, like... Not only would they find treasures, like costume jewelry. Ooh, I'm going to do that. Um, I'm doing it. Not only do they find fun stuff like that, but they find other things and it's just cheaper and I don't know. So, yeah, actually, I'm going to do that. I'm going to garage sale tomorrow with the girls and we'll try to pack that in as a, some sort of a lesson and we don't have fun tomorrow and uh we'll do some podcasting at the garage sale so i'm gonna sign off here before i pee my pants because i slammed a McAllister's iced tea and i gotta go so have a good night and sleep tight can you hear that did you hear that cicada popping off you know what that means it's the end of summer. It's so sad. But not really. Because I'm excited to see. Just because summer ends doesn't mean the year is over. Um, I'm excited to experience fall with the girls being at home. And... Uh, the coziness that like fall brings. And winter brings. So it should be good. I know we talked a little bit about how, you know, I used to always be sad about summer leaving. And that was usually when I was younger and, and I was focused more on hanging out late and partying and whatnot. But um, I don't know, now that, you know, you're in fully invested in your family and you kind of just find joy in all four seasons because you get to be with them. Uh, I love having kids. And a lot of people don't like kids, it seems, or find them a burden, which is really sad. They're, they're hard to take care of, for sure, but, I mean, they really are wonderful. Kids are great. But, um... So today we just finished our first week of homeschool. Well, we didn't finish it. We still have the rest of Friday, the rest of the day to go. But it's a little bit more relaxed fit so that we can kind of chill a little bit on Friday, get our work done, but also have fun. So we had our first spelling test and everybody did great. And Charlie was the, the weekly winner. So she got a slime and some little twinkle lights, battery operated pineapple twinkle lights from the dollar store. 
Dollar, Dollar Tree is awesome. So we're going to bake our cake today and try to see if we can scope out some garage sales and um, see what we can find. Maybe we'll find I'm on a hunt for cool jewelry. I got some really nice um, smoky topaz, I think it is. I'll have to look. I think I still have the thing. But it's like the smoky crystal earrings from Marikai, which is a new like shop in Elgin of like 35 plus sellers. There's even an upstairs that we haven't even seen yet. But there's some really cool stuff over there. So I realized that I haven't really ever worn jewelry besides body jewelry. And I kind of want to get some nice jewelry, like some stones and more crystals and just natural wood and and just get some nice stuff like that. I'm in that season of my life, I feel like. So, should be cool. I haven't been garage selling since... I was a child. I used to go garage selling with my mom all the time. And uh, with my my mom and her friend Sue and some of you might know. Declan, nope. Good boy. I'm trying to stop him from peeing on my tomatoes. Um, my friend Josh Merkow. Um... And I haven't really been garage selling since then. But uh, I think it's time to get back to that. Because if I can also sell some stuff on eBay. Um, I'm down. To be honest. Um, but yeah. But it's been a pretty decent week. I'm really proud of how everybody's been done in school. I'm proud of myself. And I just have this overwhelming sense of accomplishment with, and just not even just accomplishment, but just like, I love seeing them learn and get things and have things like make sense. And on top of just being together and learning together and just hitting good benchmarks and doing fun things because they're not little forever so the fact that I can have them here and we can learn and hang out and discover is so much fun so exciting and so rewarding um so in the words of Ice Cube Today was a good day. So that's pretty much it, I guess, for this week's episode. I want to kind of post more consistently. I know there's more that I could talk about, but I'll just save that for another episode next week. And I really want to try to get somebody on here. I have my friend Adriana who said she would 
come and chit chat with me. So I'm excited to see what we talk about because I think she's so much, she's just like, you know, God broke the mold with her. Like, I just love, it's like everybody's different, obviously, but there are just some people that are just like, you just don't meet people like this, you know, like she's just definitely one of a kind and I love her. And I've known her for so long, so I hopefully can get her on here and we can spill that tea. She just had a baby recently. She has four beautiful children, and uh, she's probably going to talk about that and other things. She's just a lot of fun, and I know she's going to be a lot of fun on the show. So, yeah, we'll see how that works for next week. Maybe the girls are having a sleepover tonight. So maybe I will, I can, now that I have some sort of quiet, I can, like, get this going. And we can talk together tonight. So, thank you so much for listening. It's always a pleasure. And I'm so happy to have you here. And I hope you've enjoyed the podcast thus far. I'm proud of myself that I've now completed my second consistent episode in a long time um hit me up on instagram i'll take a picture of these beautiful earrings i did take them so i'm gonna post them and then you should check out marikai and elgin because uh you'll be impressed and if you have any questions for the show if you want me to read any questions i already have somebody submitting questions um there's a audio message feature where you can record and submit questions you can do that there Uh, I can post your audio clip or not. I don't have to. Um, You can also write me questions or anything on Instagram or whatever. Uh, You can check out my YouTube video channel. Uh, My goal is to also post a vlog today, but I have to complete that as well. And editing is such a beast that it's really like, I'm not looking forward to editing. I've even considered hiring somebody to edit, but I'm so anal about my editing, which isn't that good, but uh, just how I want certain things to be that I'm apprehensive, but I'm sure I can communicate that with somebody who is more well-versed in video editing and it would free up so much time that it would probably take that daunting task out of there and I would probably record a lot more so yeah we'll see how that goes but you can go to YouTube the channel's Curiosity Prism and you can go to curiosityprism.com that's where I have uh, my main hub I have to post so many um recordings up there but um that's kind of the home page but Thank you so much for listening again. I love you all. I send you my love, and I hope you have a wonderful weekend. See you soon.